this is Jen Kesnick, and you are listening to You Be You and I'll Be Me. And today I'm sitting down with my old friend, Carolyn Terry. Hey, Jen. Hey, Carolyn. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> so, funny enough, you and I went to kindergarten together. Yes. East Quag School. Yeah. Uh, and then you were my kid's teacher mm-hmm. when they were in kindergarten. Close to it. Yeah. 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 Nursery school, Which kindergarten. Was crazy yeah. That you figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I never forget a face. I, I, I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you did it. But since you saw the, uh, someone posted our kindergarten class picture. Yep. We so were two funny. kids away. I know. I think there was Jen, Jen Russo was between That's us. That's right. <laughs> so great. Um, so I asked you to come on today because I feel like, you know, I see your Facebook posts and I feel like we have. Um, similar points of view about uh, education in the United States today. And obviously we're not uh, going to solve world's problems here today, but it's just an interesting conversation to have. So um, first of all, how did you get into education yourself? Well, I guess originally I went to school to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. So I um, graduated from Nazareth College with my uh, bachelor's in English and uh, nursery school through sixth grade uh, education certification. Mm-hmm. Um, I never actually taught in a public school. I got a job uh, with a daycare that then um, we uh, researched curriculum and, and opened a kindergarten and then it it went on from there so I spent uh almost 10 years teaching uh preschool full day preschool most of those years Mm -hmm. um and then stopped working so that I could raise my own children and you know I have two that have graduated uh from the public school systems Mm -hmm. and one that is in uh, middle school this year Uh um so once the little one was in kindergarten, I became. I had been involved with the PTA all through sure. uh, my boys' uh, elementary school career, and then once the little one was in kindergarten, I became. When she was in first grade, I became the PTA president in East Quag School. Oh, okay. So um, I was involved with it that way. I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun for me. I had a good time with that. Um, when Rachel was in third grade, which would have been. 2012, 12, 12, 12, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Common Core standards were rolled out. I kind of miss that with my kids. Yes. Yeah. And um, that's when Rachel started struggling with the math. Yeah. Um, and I started getting more involved in learning about what, what it was, what was going on. We took the standardized test that year because that's what we did. We yeah. always took the standardized right. test. The boys, my boys took the standardized test every year. You know, it wasn't a... But as I learned more and more about it, um, I just, I, I wasn't happy with it. And right. she has not taken those tests since then. We, we refuse those tests now. So if someone's not familiar, what is Common Core? Common Core is a set of standards that basically the federal government, um, we were in, you know, a recession. And the federal government offered money to all of the states to accept this group of standards that were written by not a teacher, not any teachers. Um, And unfortunately, it was one of those situations where you can read them after you accept them. And Uh, as long as the states accepted them, they were given federal money, raised to the top money. That seems pretty shady. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
And um, unfortunately, in New York, we had a, uh, our standards were already being rewritten by actual teachers, by professors of education, Makes by sense. people who knew right. what was what. Um, and those were pushed to the side so that we could get this federal race to the top money. Ugh. So um, that's, that's kind of how I got into it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm glad that you did because it's, you've raised a lot of awareness. I mean, for me, you have. Um, I wouldn't have known about Common Core if not for um, things that I see on Facebook and, and then later on in the news. Um, but, I mean, it just doesn't even make sense. I agree. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I agree. It doesn't make sense. Um, I, I understand having high expectations of kids. I understand raising the bar. But when you've now taken things, for instance, that used to be taught in fifth grade and pushed them down to a third grade level, mm-hmm. um, I, I think my biggest issue is that kids aren't all the same. Right. They're, they don't develop the same way. They do develop... You know what? I got to take that back. They they develop the same way, but not at the same time. Right, right. So, and not always the same way. It's true. Yeah. I mean, eventually they all they don't all get to the same point, but they're not the same. Right. And for us to 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 treat them like they're the same. Well, every other aspect of life. I mean, you're not going to um, have a restaurant that only serves hot dogs or tacos. Right. You know, Although my like... daughter would love the taco. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> but, I mean, that you have to... Every other aspect of life, you have choice and you have, you know, variety. And, obviously, we teach the kids their whole lives. Be an individual. Be yourself. Be who you are. Right. And But you can only learn things, these things, this way. Right. And so this one way of teaching and this one way of learning is the only thing that measures success. Right. Which is tragic. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there are kids who are developmentally ready for that fifth grade work in third grade. Mm -hmm. There are. But there also are a lot of kids who aren't. Right. And in my particular case, my daughter was not. Mm -hmm. And she has struggled since she was nine years old Mm -hmm. with math particularly. Right. She's good with everything else, but with the math particularly, she really struggles. I feel her pain. Oh, me too. Yeah. And I mean, you know, so she gets some of that from me. Sure. Her father is a certified public yeah. man, so he's pretty good at math. <laughs> but, um, and he has just more of a math brain. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I struggled, I struggled in math as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my younger of my two sons struggled in math, not necessarily in elementary school. And this is, this is another point that I don't like. In our school district... Since um, my middle guy was in seventh grade, and I, you know what, I should know the date of that. I think it was 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, they require algebra, a Regents algebra class, to be taken in eighth grade. So that means that kids have to take two years of math in seventh grade. They take seventh and eighth grade math mm-hmm. in seventh grade. When his older brother went through, that was... Um, recommended if your teachers felt that you had uh, the ability to do that, that you were ready for that, that was recommended. Our older son was recommended for the advanced math. He took 7th and 8th grade math in 7th grade and took algebra in 8th grade and didn't have a problem. He was ready for it. Right. My middle guy, it was required at that point, he struggled through 7th and 8th grade math 
and and on. I mean, right. he's still in college struggling yeah. with math. Um, and unfortunately, Rachel's in the same boat. Yeah. You know, and I just... Like, to me, it's just, it seems like school should be, and I know it's always been this way, you know, so it's hard to, but it's always been this way, you know, it's hard to change out of that mold, but obviously everyone should have those required um, skills. Yes. Uh, but once you get to a certain age, if it's not resonating with you at all, like if it's not penetrating your brain whatsoever, and it's just becoming a source of anxiety and feeling bad about yourself and everything else, why do we have to do it? Right. I mean, it's really, once you reach a certain age, then you see like, okay, you guys seem to be more geared towards this line of work, this profession, right. this, you know, strengths. So you go over here and you guys go over here. Like, why does it have to be like, nope, everybody does this. Exactly. It really drives exactly. me nuts. Yeah. And it's, I mean, now our state has taken away the local diploma for graduation. So that means everybody is required to get a regent's diploma. Everybody is required to um, pass five regents to get that diploma. Now, we've got kids who are in the special education program have have developmental needs have you know who are now I have a niece who's required to pass these five exams right she's a brilliant artist right she's brilliant yeah and and thank goodness she has taken advantage of the the BOCES technical school program and she's in a in an art program in that um and she has parents who treat her like she's a successful person. Right. Even though she can't do math or whatever. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. So I just think that, like you said, we're not here to solve all the problems. Yeah. We're just two moms. But right. there's some things that seem common sense right. that our authorities aren't doing. Um, I recently listened to this podcast about um, this guy, Adam Braun, who started a new way of um, higher education called Mission U. And it's basically um, because he was saying, like, it's absurd the price of college, first of all. Yes. The fact <laughs> that, um, you know, these kids are taking out loans to pay for this exorbitant amount of money for this education and not promised, obviously, jobs, high paying jobs on the back end. Right. And so what Mission U does is that it um, trains these kids with uh, CEOs instead of academia okay um and kind of gears them towards business mm -hmm. and then um you do not pay tuition until you get a job oh, and then wow. they kind of prorate it which he seems to think there will always be community colleges and there'll always be ivy league schools but in between is going to shrink because people just can't pay 50 40 50 60,000 dollars a year for right. school and then be in debt for the rest of their right. lives. Right. I mean, we're going to all have to, like, come together and say, this is ludicrous. We can't do this anymore. Exactly. Because college is, is a business, and they're trying to make money, um, just like anything else. But we're in that mindset of, like, you know, back when, probably when we were kids, because I don't even, or maybe when we were graduating from high school, trade schools were still a thing. Yes. And that's a viable... Totally. And you know my view on that as well. Yeah. I feel like that is not encouraged nearly enough in, um, and I can only speak for our district because right. I've never been in any other. Right. But um, the BOCES Technical School Program is absolutely amazing. There yeah. are so many 
um, programs that these kids can get into, you can graduate from high school with an LPN. Amazing. I, you know, but it's it's not it's not encouraged. It's not it, they're they're more into pushing them to the college. Right. You know, like you said, it's a business. So yeah. and and also it looks good for the school. Sure. To say, and I'm, I don't want to paint the school officials as you know no, these know. terrible people, but I just feel like there are more children that would benefit from these technical schools, and we're always going to need absolutely the, the professions that they go into. And it's you know not bad to work for a living. Absolutely not. My father was an electrician. Yep. For forty years. Yep. And I tell you. We wanted for nothing. Right. We always had everything we need, and he did, you know, an honest day's work every day. Yep. <laughs> Which is, you know, m- more than any kid could ever ask for. Yep. So Absolutely. That's amazing. Absolutely. That's cool. And um, now you're getting ready to have your second son graduate? No. Um, or they're both in? Kyle is uh, a sophomore. He's finishing up his sophomore year okay. of college. Matt has graduated, and he starts... Um, in the physical therapy program in uh, at Toro University, actually. Oh wow! Cool. Fall. Yeah, so it's exciting. That's great. Yep. Good for him. That little baby. Yeah. <laughs> and you still got a middle schooler, so you got I a still have couple a of years schooler. left. Yes, of, I do. Uh, and it, those years are kind of looming. <laughs> I know. I know. It goes quick. It does. It it's does. crazy. It, those years are. They they're worrying me a little bit at this point. Yeah, just because of the just because of the struggle that she's having. I with know the, with the math. You I know. know. Um, I don't blame you. And and I have um, my youngest Kelly is at Savannah College of Art and Design, and it's an art school, but they have you know core uh, courses that you have to get through and everything. Right. But this semester she doesn't have math, and she's like, oh. oh. I'm drawing and painting, and there's no math here, and yeah. she's the happiest she's been in her whole life at yeah. school. My Kyle has math and Spanish this semester, and oh. he is not happy about that. Well, again, too, you know, like, once you get to college, why are there requirements right. for, you know, that? Like, why can't I just take what I want to take? Right, right. Which I don't understand. But I know, like, having... Um, Beth and Mark both graduate, and then Mary Jane had two years away at school and now she's community college and living at home all great options you know all great things but um you know i i think that college is probably one year too long you know i think that you could learn what you need to learn in three years Mm -hmm. instead of four and like we said you know make it like viable for everyone to go without being hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt by the time you're done that's 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 what Matt's looking at right now with um, with the graduate school program. You know, we were fortunate that he got a very nice scholarship uh, to the school he went to, and we were able to take care of the rest. So he walked out with no student loans for undergrad. Nice, but graduate is a yeah. whole other yeah. <laughs> story. But at know? least when you are in graduate school, then without debt. You you are going to have a degree that's going to yes. give you a, a high paying job. Yes, you're right. So he'll he'll be able to pay that back yeah. eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just starting to get nice out here for us. You know, starting on the Finally. east end of Long Island, yeah. some spring flowers are blooming, yes. and I just can't wait for that blue sky instead of gray. I know, me too. But <laughs> I just keep telling myself I'd much rather the rain 
than the four-letter S word that we could have had during yeah. the winter. <laughs> yeah, lucked out this winter. Yes, we did. That's good. <laughs> we did. Well, um, that was painless, right? It was. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks Anytime you have something to talk about, come on back. All right. Thank you. Um, all right, everyone. Thank you for listening. And if you liked what you heard, then consider going to iTunes and subscribing and rating and reviewing. Uh, all right, everybody. Have a great day. Peace.